Look at the weather. It's beautiful here. Non-stop rain. Oh, man, it is a blazer out there. It's cold and it's shivery. It is cold. Really coming down here. I really enjoy your weather reports. From the All Indiana Podcast Network. We're talking weather in a whole new way. From historical events to what's coming up. Plus, weather news, science, safety, fun facts, and more. I like where this is going. This is Weather Weekly. Weather Weekly with Wish TV Storm Track 8 meteorologist Marcus Bailey. Episode number 51. Good to be with you here this week on a quieter week here on Weather Weekly. Real quick before we hit the break here, thank you so much, everybody that uh, listened to some of the what what the uh, newsroom called the emergency podcast last week. We did a couple of them. Usually this is a weekly podcast that drops on Wednesday, but we decided to go ahead and do a couple just to talk specifically about the forecast for the big snow that we had last week. And there were a lot of you that were uh, listening and boy, do we greatly appreciate it. So if you're kind of new to the podcast, welcome. Um, We'll do more of those as the uh, conditions kind of warrant. But a lot of times when we kind of quiet things down, we like to talk about historical things or weather phenomenon, kind of breaking that down. Um, So we're glad you're with us. And we appreciate everybody that uh, jumped on the uh, All Indiana Podcast Network and listened not only to my podcast, but a lot of other podcasts that kind of related, whether it be weather uh, related that we did here last week or news related um but obviously weather kind of coordinating into that a little bit as well so thank you so much for taking the time and listening to all of the great podcasts here on the network uh after the break we're going to talk about a recap of the big snow that we had last week and with this being kind of the first first podcast of the month um with quiet weather we're going to look ahead to february and talk about some historical things i got some interesting ones here for you one dates back all the way to 1779 really really cool we're going to break all that down coming up next here on weather weekly bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Episode number 51 is all about, well, partially about, uh, the winter storm that we had here for the early portions of February. I guess we could call it the Groundhog's Day storm, although it was a multi-day event, but it did kind of kick off on Groundhog Day. Um, And we're going to spend some time on how the forecast played out, what the results were, where we're at right now. uh, And then we'll spend kind of the other half here talking about February, what's ahead, and um, some cool and interesting um, weather events that happened during the month of February, courtesy of the National Weather Service Archive. So let's get down to it here. Uh, Pretty hefty event here and um, did play out 
pretty close to what we expected uh, when we started forecasting this thing. And that was really late into the week, the end of January and leading into that last weekend of January when kind of all the models were starting to at least the longer range models that we uh, that we look at the GFS, the Euro specifically, and even the Canadian, um, which Canadian not always real great on um, on events like this on bigger events. Uh, but even it was, it was even advertising something big. Now we didn't take it to heart because it always kind of overdoes the cold, a little bit of what we call a cold bias. But uh, the Euro, the GFS, were all on course for a significant snowstorm. It was just a matter of kind of fine tuning that forecast. Where was the rain snow line going to set up specifically for Wednesday? And then that second thump that came in on Thursday that really brought all of our snow around the metro area and, and uh, area south, um, how much snow was going to be involved with that as well. So it did play out pretty close to where we, we stood. I'd say if, if, you're, if we're going to critique a little bit, um, certainly no forecast is perfect, but um, I, I'd say we overcooked the numbers a little bit. Did go 8 to 12 was kind of our final call out, I think, for the metro area and points north. Um, kind of close. I, we didn't get anybody in that eight to 12, unless you were up closer to Lafayette. And I think I actually had them in a 12 to 15 range, if I remember correctly. Um, but at least in central Indiana where, uh, Kokomo, you can be included in that. I think it was about 13 inches of snow. Um, where again, we just probably overcooked by a couple of inches, but I'll take that. Um, especially on big snows, if I'm going to be off by a couple, um, I'll, I'll take that every time. You just don't want to miss the big ones by a lot, whether it be you're too low or you're way too high. So we did play, it, it did play out pretty close to, to what we expected here. Um, some of the big numbers that, that, um, that we saw here, uh, let's see, Carroll County, Burlington and floor, both. I have 14 and a half inches. I think that's one of the bigger numbers that I had in central Indiana, uh, Crawfordsville, I had a foot right at a foot. New Market, 11.6. Uh, let's see if we have any other double digits. West Lafayette, 13.2. Um, State Line City in Warren County, 11.8. So you can see a lot of the numbers I'm calling out are either north or northwest specifically. Kokomo, 12.8 inches. Indian Heights, that's right by Kokomo, about 11 inches of snow. So those were the double-digit ones. Ball State University, 10.5 inches of snow in Muncie. Uh, let's see here. Mulberry in Clinton County, 12 inches right at a foot. Frankfurt, 11.6. So again, a lot of this, again, all hitting north. Uh, Jamestown in Boone County, 8 inches. Uh, Sheridan, about 7.5, or again, just west of Sheridan. Uh, in Boone County was where that measurement was taken. Lebanon was 7.2. And again, a lot of these big numbers that we had, you got, you double dipped a little bit because you had, um, in some of those areas, you had maybe two to four inches of snow from Wednesday evening or Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening. Whereas Indianapolis only picked up about a quarter of an inch of snow before we started to really kind of pick things up. Uh, Indy, the official number, I believe, was 7.6. That was the two-day two total um, at the uh, National Weather Service. And that's the official observation there for Indy. It was 7.3 total for Thursday. So it was 0.3 on Wednesday, 7.3 on 
Thursday. It didn't crack the top 10 for uh, snowiest day. I, we had to get to the 10-inch mark to actually get into that top 10. So we were a little bit off on that one. But it was it was worthy of watching for sure because there were a lot of elements. I think if we could have, there were some signs that looked like, I believe, Wednesday night that um, when we finally made the flip from rain to maybe a brief bout of sleet and freezing rain and we flipped the switch to snow that we could have some of these little snow squalls before we kind of turned it down a little bit there was looked like there was a very brief window and there was a possibility we could get around one to three inches and if we would have gotten to let's say two or three well now you're doing the math you're you're about you're at you're at either 9.6 or maybe 10.6 so it would made a huge difference um in those snow totals there but just didn't just didn't happen we didn't flip the switch quick enough um we had a lot of rain on wednesday and then you got a little bit of sleet and freezing rain um before we finally flipped the switch to snow and by that time the moisture supply from that first wave had really already moved uh into ohio uh some other big numbers here uh just around indianapolis i'm not going to give all of them there was about six reports that just in marion county ranged as low as 7.6 to as high as 9.6 so we were kind of in that range close to around eight inches of snow um let's see johnson county greenwood had about 8.7 uh just kind of hitting up on some of the uh, metro areas franklin had about 7.9 uh so again we did all right uh what was interesting uh hamilton county by the way westfield about six inches noblesville about five inches fisher seven and a half same thing with carmel just shy of that 7.2 although there was a report on the northwest side of carmel of 8.1 uh what was interesting uh, down in uh, southern portions of our area, when I was doing some of the Facebook lives, I had a lot of people on Thursday by, I think I was doing my Facebook lives around 10, between 10, 10 and 11. And uh, a lot of people were saying, man, are we ever going to flip the switch? We just never, never got there um, during the morning hours. But you finally got out of the sleet and freezing rain. You flipped probably around 10 or 11 o'clock around the Bloomington area. And so Monroe County ranged anywhere between five and a half to six and a half inches of snow. So once it finally flipped, you got a decent amount. Same thing down in like Rush County, Rushville, not quite as high. You had about three and a half inches of snow. Although the northern part of the county, Carthage, had six, uh, six inches of snow. Um, and uh, let's see. I don't know if we we did get one report in Decatur County. We didn't officially get a Greensburg, but uh, Lake Santee, which is in northeastern Decatur County, had about three inches of snow. And it took a long time for you guys to to flip the switch down in southeastern portions of our area. But everybody kind of got at least two to three inches if you were in southern Indiana. Uh, but again, obviously, you were closer to a foot, maybe even a little bit higher than that once you got into uh, the north central and northwestern portions of our area. So big snow um, and kind of tips the scales a little bit. Uh, it's interesting. We only really cut our deficit in half um, for the winter season. We're now, I believe, about seven and a half inches in the hole. And that's after getting 76 so seven and a half inches of snow last week basically cut our deficit um, in half. So just kind of interesting uh, how quickly that uh, that kind of turned here. So, um, so that's that with the with the uh, winter storm again. Real proud of how the Storm Track Eight team uh, all kind of came together here. It was a it was a you know as as well as the forecast played out. It was extremely difficult because you had so many factors. The two main ones were 
Um, the mixture of rain and snow on Wednesday and a little bit on Thursday. You know, we knew that once you were in the snow on Thursday, Indy was already there, that we weren't going to change back. So once the snow machine started cranking, we still felt pretty confident um, that that the, uh, the, the snow was going to fall and we were going to get the numbers or at least get close to the numbers that we had been uh, kind of originally forecasting, maybe on the lower end of that, but still kind of within that range or at least close to it. But Wednesday was the tough day because we just didn't know when that switch was going to flip. Uh, when that rain snow line was going to get south of I-70. It really didn't make it, it made it to I-70 basically right when the heavy precipitation kind of cut off. So, uh, so it it played out pretty close to, to, to what we thought. So, and then obviously being in a multi-day event, uh, I went on, I said this and, you know, even as a, you know, I've been doing this for what, 17 years now. Um, you know, I woke up early as I typically do on a big weather day to one relieve Ashley, uh, because she stayed late and you always want to have somebody in the weather center when you go into event days. And so I got in a couple hours earlier than I usually do. And, um, still knowing that we were still several hours away from anything significant, but nothing is more discouraging than when you're in the middle of a multi-day event, you know, usually you want to have a little bit of something, at least in my house, um, we didn't have any snow on the ground. I mean, the, the road and the sidewalk was covered in my neighborhood, but there was nothing in the grass. The main streets were fine. So that's a little discouraging, but certainly I felt a little bit better with the forecast. Once we started to kind of ramp things up by around seven or eight o'clock in the morning, it was just very consistent snow. Never was really heavy bursts, uh, at least here in the city. It just was very steady for several hours. And so that piled up. It was very moderate uh, snowfall. Um, and then of course the winds, I I know at least in my house, I had drifts about two to three feet high. Um, we kind of live, we live in an, in an addition, but we're kind of out in the, in a rural area too. So it's a little bit open. Uh, but I know that was kind of commonplace. So it's kind of tough to measure this snow. So very interesting system. Um, and now we finally got the snow that I know a lot of people were excited about. And I'm sure now that we've had this snow, those of you that have been complaining that we haven't had any snow and you're, um, you're ready to move on to spring now. So, um, we'll see if that uh, if that holds true in the uh, forecast here after the break coming up. Let's do a real quick recap of the month of January now, as we typically do. First podcast of the month, which would have been last week, but we were in the middle of a winter system, so we held off till this week. Um, uh, real quick recap on the month of January, 55th coldest on record in Indianapolis. So we did run a little bit on the chilly side. That's coming off one of the warmer Decembers that we've had on record. Um, and we tied for 17th driest on record in Indianapolis. And I think that was probably the biggest story here um, for uh, the month of January was the lack of snowfall. Uh, Indy is typically the snowiest month that we have uh, in the year. And we were far from that. Um, Temperature-wise, we were minus three uh, in the average temperature department in Indianapolis. That's despite the fact that we started the month off with a high of 61 in Indianapolis on the 1st of January. The lowest temperature was down to zero. That was on the 26th. Um, Again, snowfall was bleak. Just didn't get a whole lot. Um, And our precipitation, obviously, was well below normal. We are down almost two inches, uh, liquid equivalent, liquid equivalent for the month of January. Um, the wettest day that we had was nearly a half an inch. And that was on the first. And again, that's when we had temperatures 
into the low 60s. So it was uh, pretty bleak when it came to um, uh, the month of January and it came to uh, snowfall. Uh, Looking at briefly to the month of February, February also a snowy month. It is the third snowiest month on record, only just uh, half an inch or not even uh, shy of January. We averaged six inches of snowfall. For the month of February, your average high temperature around 40 degrees, 24 degrees for the average low. And if I quickly look here for the month of February, we start the month off with an average high of 37, average low of 21. We end the month with an average high of 45 and an average low of 28. So a pretty big jump uh, by around 8 degrees from the beginning of the month to the end of the month. Uh, Some fun stuff to know about for the month of February. This is historical um, dates that uh, have happened, uh, courtesy of the National Weather Service Archives here. It's interesting. I'm going to go through a few of these, and as I typically do, I'm not going to read all of them. But what's interesting is there is a lot of severe weather events. Um, Obviously, you you know, there's going to be some cold weather events, whether it be temperature or ice or snow, but... Um, there's, there's certainly a a fair share of severe weather events, um, that have happened in the month of February. Um, let's see here. Uh, February 3rd, 1995, not a big one, but a storm system brings a widespread two to four inches of snow. Martinsville received six inches of snowfall in 1976, an ice storm. Uh, this was on the 4th. An ice storm strikes central Indiana on the 4th and the 5th, depositing up to an inch of ice on trees and power lines. Many trees are damaged and knocked down by the ice. That was in 1976. Uh, On the 5th in 2008 near Greensburg, a microburst, so that's severe weather, causes over a quarter million dollars in damage. Uh, 1977 on the 6th at Indianapolis, the record low temperature for the day is set at minus 12 degrees. In 1925, on the 7th in Indianapolis, the record high temperature for the day is set at 66 degrees. In 1977, on the 8th at Indianapolis, the low temperature drops to minus 4. This is the 23rd time in the winter of 1976-77 that the temperature dropped below zero, which is a record number for times for the city. 23 times and i mentioned this in 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 a previous podcast that it's been several years i think you have to go back to 2019 the last time that we actually had a temperature dip below zero here in indy we've had several at zero including this year we've done it a couple times but we've yet to fall below zero in the air temperature department uh on the let's see on the 10th 1871 at Indianapolis on the first day of official Weather Bureau records in Indianapolis. The high temperature is 28 with no precipitation. Low temperature records do not begin until March 1st of that year. In 1985 on the 11th, heavy snow falls across nearly all of Indiana on the 10th and the 11th, including seven inches in Indianapolis. In 2009 on the 11th at Medford in Delaware County, an EF1 tornado touchdown. Uh, in 1899, on the 13th at Indianapolis, the record low temperature for the date is set at minus 17 degrees. In 2007, on the 14th, a winter storm begins blizzard conditions. 
to much of north central Indiana from the 12th to the 14th. Lafayette received 17 inches of snowfall. In 2006, on the 16th at Terre Haute, a tornado strikes the Hallman Field Airport, damaging several buildings. In 1910, on the 17th at Indianapolis, the record snow depth for the date is set at 16 inches of snowfall. That's, again, depth, not snowfall that fell that day, but how much snow they actually had on the ground. In 1981, on the 19th, north of Linton in Greene County, thunderstorm winds blow a house off its foundation as well as destroy a garage. In 2014, on the 20th, an EF0 tornado in Rush County causes $12,000 in damage. In 1980, on the 21st, three-inch diameter hail falls in Crawfordsville. So you're seeing the theme here. There's a lot of severe weather reports here. 1971, on the 22nd, in the Greensburg area, a tornado causes damage along an intermittent path of 10 miles, including overturning an airplane at the Greensburg Airport. So again, another severe weather event. I thought this one was really, really cool. Now, keep in mind, weather records in Indianapolis don't, uh, go back to what I say, um, 1871. All right. So this one was an interesting one. I think this comes from the history books here. On the 23rd, 1779, a cool, clear morning froze still waters along the Wabash River just south of Vincennes. The ice is a half an inch to three quarters of an inch thick. The army under George Rogers Clark marches six miles north along the flooded Wabash at times through the icy waters to retake Vincennes from the British shortly after sunset. Thought that was pretty cool. That happened February 23rd, 1779. Uh, on the 24th, in 1986, on the 23rd and the 24th, a snowstorm brings six to seven inches of snow to Park County with four to five inches across other portions of west central Indiana. In 1965, on the 25th, at Indianapolis, a snowstorm brings 12 and a half inches to the city on the 24th and the 25th. In 1984, on the 27th, a snowstorm blankets central Indiana with 8 to 14 inches of snow. From the 27th to the 29th, Interstate 65 between Indy and Chicago is closed for several days. That's interesting. In 1982, on the 28th, at Indianapolis, the snowiest winter, December through February, on record for the city ends with a total of 51 inches of snowfall. That was 1982. On the 28th, that closes the official winter season. On the 28th, 2011, at Ingalls in Madison County, an EF1 tornado causes over $100,000 in damage. And one leap day fact for you, 1932 at Indianapolis, the least snowiest winter, December through February, February on record for the city ends, with a total of only two tenths of an inch of snowfall if it wouldn't have been for last week we would have been kind of close to that a little bit we were above that but not by much and we would have been in kind of that record territory as well that again wrapped up in 1932 they even had an additional day with a leap day there still couldn't uh garner any other snow 0.2 inches of snowfall it's incredible and when that's coming off of where we average into the mid-20s in terms of inches of snowfall so some interesting stuff there february gives you a whole host of things uh to come as many of the months do but uh february really you kind of kickstart a little bit of that transition to spring before you start flipping over to march although as of late 
Uh, not as many severe weather events and more snow events for late February and into March as we've heard from Mike Ryan from the National Weather Service. So we are a long way off from writing off winter this season. Uh, we already had our kind of big snow. Doesn't mean that we are not going to see another one here as we go. Our February is early, and uh, we still have a lot of, we'll have all of March to go, which we've had some significant snows as of late uh, for the month of March and even into early April as well. So we'll see if that holds true. But that's the things that you can look forward to here for the month of February. We'll look ahead to your first full week of February forecast that's coming up next here on Weather Week. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Thought about podcasting? The All Indiana Podcast Network can help you create, produce, and distribute your podcast for businesses, churches, organizations, or just for fun. Get the details when you email contact at allindianapodcast.com. All right, quick look at your forecast as we look ahead to this this week in February here, the week of February 7th. The first full week of February, pretty quiet weather. Again, after a very active week last week, we're in much better shape here. You're going to have some fluctuating temperatures, but again, for because of the higher sun angle that you get here in the latter portions of the winter um, and some temperatures that should be warming above freezing, at least for a few days, we're going to have some pretty good snow melt going on with numbers probably back to around 40 through the midweek may have some flurry chances or light snow chances on Wednesday evening thanks to a cold front moving through. And so we'll have a bit of a setback with temperatures coming in, it looks like, on Thursday to near freezing. But we bounce right back near 40 and dry uh, early Friday. We'll have another frontal system coming through, it looks like, Friday, warm enough that it's a wintry mix. We'll have some rain and then possibly changing to a rain-snow mix. It is going to bring in some colder temperatures for this upcoming weekend. We'll likely see numbers... Uh, into the uh, low 30s, it looks like, Saturday and Sunday. I did put a chance for uh, some light snow showers uh, for early in the morning on Saturday. Nothing uh, as of right now, and of course it's early on, but nothing right now that looks to be too significant here uh, as we roll uh, into the weekend and then it looks like we'll start the, the next week off. Dry Valentine's Day on Monday, look dry with highs near uh, 40, 60 day, 10 day outlook kind of along the lines of what I just said would take you through, <clears throat> excuse me, take you to uh, the 12th through the 16th uh, below average temperatures. Normal high, by the way, for this time of year should be into the upper 30s. Does look like we have below average precipitation, the 8 to 14 day outlook. Um, which will take us from Valentine's Day, the 14th through the 20th, uh, near normal temperatures and above average precipitation. So that could open the door for a little bit more action here through the middle of the week. We'll keep you updated on that. Thank you so much for joining us here on episode number 51. We appreciate your time. If you're new to the podcast, make sure you subscribe. And we always appreciate ratings too. Uh, You can hit those stars. Five stars is certainly appreciated. We'd love to hear your feedback as well. What would you like to hear 
on the pad podcast. We want to try to get interviews, but we also try to hit up on subjects that you're curious about. Uh, you can email me anytime at marcus.bailey at wishtv.com. I'm also on social media. You can hit me up on Twitter at Marcus Bailey or Facebook and Instagram. Marcus Bailey Weather will get you there as well. Make sure you check out all the other podcasts. I've got 50 other ones here, um, uh, ranging from severe weather to winter weather to floods to hurricanes, even some space weather mixed in there as well. You can check those up on the timeline here on whatever uh, podcast platform you choose. And while you're here, make sure you check out all the other great podcasts that we have here on the All Indiana Podcast Network. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Discover more. Discover more from Stormtrack Cave Weather and Wish TV. Online at wishtv.com and when you follow Wish TV on Facebook. Plus, be sure to check out more great podcasts from the All Indiana Podcast Network now. Now at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.